Our case summaries this week contain six procuriums from the Arkansas Supreme Court, most dealing with rule changes. NRA Board of Certified Court Reporter Examiners 2022 ARC App 186. The Arkansas Supreme Court, by per curiam, adopts proposed changes to the regulations of the Board of Certified Court Reporter Examiners to allow state certification by accomplishing national certification. The changes are effective immediately. The per curiam, with additional language underlined, is set out below. Quote, Section 26, Examiner's Admission by National Certification. A court reporter who has successfully completed a national certification exam, received the accompanying certification, and remains in good standing with the national certification, may petition the board for certification. As used in this section, national certification exam means an exam given by the National Court Reporters Association and or the National Verbatim Reporters Association. As used in this section, the accompanying certification is limited to a Registered Professional Reporter Certificate, or RPR, or a Certified Verbatim Reporter Certificate, or CVR. Applicants for this alternative certification must file a written application in the form prescribed by the court, together with documentation establishing the successful completion of the national certification and an application fee as set forth in Section 3 of these regulations with the Clerk of the Supreme Court. Applicants and or applications shall be screened by the Board based upon the criteria outlined in Section 5 of the Rule Providing for Certification of Court Reporters, and those deemed eligible for certification shall be promptly notified. Prior to receiving the certification from the Board, the applicant must participate in an orientation session at a time and place set by the Board. Certification shall be issued solely in the method by which the applicant is nationally certified. Upon receiving certification from the Board, the court reporter shall be subject to all applicable rules and regulations promulgated by the Board and or the Supreme Court, including but not limited to... Section 13 regarding continuing education requirements, Section 8 regarding payment of certification renewal fees, Section 19, Section 22, applicable records retention policies, and applicable transcript preparation regulations. The rest of the procurium is underlined as new text. A court reporter who receives certification pursuant to this provision must provide yearly documentation that his her national certification remains in good standing. The documentation shall be sent to the Executive Secretary of the Board on or before January 1st of each year. If appropriate documentation is not received by January 1st, the Executive Secretary shall cause notice to be sent to each reporter in violation of this provision. Notice shall be sent via electronic mail and United States Postal Service regular mail to the reporter at the email address and postal address of record for the reporter currently on file with the board. The notice shall inform the reporters in violation that their certificate shall be suspended on a date not to exceed 21 calendar days from the delivery date of the notice unless proof of good standing is received by the Executive Secretary within the 21 calendar days. If the requested documentation is not received within the 21 calendar days, 
the certificate shall be suspended but may be reinstated during the remainder of the calendar year in which the certificate expired for failure to timely comply with this provision if the board finds based on a sworn affidavit or affidavits or other credible evidence that the applicant has retained the professional skills required for cer- original certification after December 31st of the calendar year in which the certificate expired, an expired certificate shall not be subject to renewal without examination. End of quote. End of per curiam. NRA Amended Administrative Plans for Circuit Courts and District Courts, 2022, ARC 180. The Arkansas Supreme Court approved certain submitted administrative plans under Administrative Order No. 14, which shall be effective January 1, 2023. For those which have not yet been submitted, the existing plans remain in effect until new ones are approved. End of per curiam. NRA Amendments to Administrative Order No. 10, 2022, ARC 185. The Arkansas Supreme Court revised Administrative Order No. 10, which is effective for family support orders entered after October 6, 2022. NRA amendments to Rule 6.3 of the Rules of the Supreme Court and Court of Appeals and Rule 6 of the Rules of Arkansas Appellate Procedure Civil, 2022, Arc 182. The Arkansas Supreme Court issued changes to allow attorneys to redact confidential information from appellate records to comply with confidentiality requirements, effective immediately. The attorneys shall make the redactions in one copy, and the clerk's office will lodge one original under seal, and the redacted version will be available for public inspection. In this case, the line-in, line-out has been revised by this reviewer to show only the rules with revisions made. Quote, Today the Court amends Rule 6.3 of the Rules of the Supreme Court and Court of Appeals and Rule 6 of the Rules of Appellate Procedure, Civil, effective immediately. The purpose of the amendments is to better protect the anonymity of minor victims and witnesses as well as the confidentiality of information excluded from public access pursuant to Administrative Order No. 19, while also balancing the public's interest in access to appellate court records and dispelling the need for case-by-case court review of these issues. First, the amendments require the use of pseudonyms such as Minor Child 1 and Minor Child 2 when referring to minors in appellate filings. Second, the amendments permit parties without leave of court to file redacted appeal records omitting the names of minors and other confidential information. Therefore, parties wishing to protect the anonymity of minors or other confidential information shall redact and file a copy of the appellate record that will be available to the public, and upon the filing of a redacted record, the clerk shall keep the original record under seal. These amendments are effective immediately. Rules of Appellate Procedure Civil Rule 6 Record on Appeal Paragraph G Records containing information that is confidential per Administrative Order No. 19. In any case in which the appellate record contains confidential information pursuant to Administrative Order No. 19, any party to the appeal may, without leave of court, redact the confidential information from a copy of the record and file the redacted copy with the clerk. 
The clerk shall then seal the original unredacted record. Any dispute concerning the redaction shall be submitted to the court by motion. Rules of the Supreme Court and Court of Appeals Rule 6-3 Anonymity in Certain Appellate Proceedings, Opinions, and Case Styles A. Adoption and Juvenile Appeals The record and accompanying briefs, motions, or other filings in all adoption appeals and all appeals originating in the Juvenile Division of Circuit Court shall be sealed. The clerk shall ensure that pseudonyms are used on the public docket to protect the identity of the juveniles in those appeals. Counsel and the court shall preserve the juvenile's anonymity by using pseudonyms in all subsequent captions, opinions, motions, and briefs, as well as in oral argument, if any. The record and papers on appeal shall be open for inspection only to counsel and parties of record or only upon order of the court after review of a written motion. B. Anonymity of Minors 1. Briefs and Motions In all cases, pseudonyms shall be used in lieu of the names of minors in all briefs, oral argument, motions, petitions, or related filings. In the rare instance where use of a minor's name is necessary, the filer shall provide the clerk with a redacted copy of the document that uses pseudonyms, and the clerk shall seal the unredacted document. 2. Appellate Records In any case in which the appellate record identifies a minor, any party to the appeal may, without leave of court, redact information identifying the minor from a copy of the record and file the redacted copy with the clerk. The clerk shall then seal the original unredacted record. Any dispute concerning the redactions shall be submitted to the court by motion. C. In any other appeal in which counsel for either side believes that a person's identity or other information should be confidential but is not protected by subsection B, Administrative Order No. 19, or the procedures available under Rule 6G of the Rules of Appellate Procedure Civil, counsel may move the court to protect the person's identity or other information. The motion shall be accompanied by a redacted copy of the record or other filing that will be available to the public, and the clerk shall seal the unredacted record or other filing pending the court's decision on the motion. If the court grants the motion, the clerk shall ensure that the public docket complies with the court's order. Counsel and the court shall preserve the person's anonymity by using pseudonyms to identify the protected party in all subsequent captions, opinions, motions, and briefs, as well as in oral argument, if any. If the court denies the motion, the clerk shall unseal the record as appropriate, and the appeal shall proceed in accordance with these rules. Rules of Appellate Procedure Civil Rule 6. Record on Appeal G. Records containing information that is confidential per Administrative Order No. 19. In any case in which the appellate record contains confidential information pursuant to Administrative Order No. 19, any party to the appeal may, without leave of court, redact the confidential information from a copy of the record and file the redacted copy with the clerk. The clerk shall then seal the original unredacted record. Any dispute concerning the redactions shall be submitted to the court by motion. Rules of the Supreme Court and Court of Appeals Rule 6-3 Anonymity in Certain Appellate Proceedings, Opinions, and Case Styles A. 
Scope, Adoption, and Juvenile Appeals. The record and accompanying briefs, motions, or other filings in all adoption appeals and all appeals originating in the Juvenile Division of Circuit Court shall be sealed. The clerk shall ensure that pseudonyms are used on the public docket to protect the identity of the juveniles in those appeals. Counsel and the court shall preserve the juvenile's anonymity by using pseudonyms in all subsequent captions, opinions, motions, and briefs, as well as in oral argument, if any. The record and papers on appeal shall be open for inspection only to counsel and parties of record or only upon order of the court after review of a written motion. B. Anonymity of Minors 1. Briefs and Motions In all cases, pseudonyms shall be used in lieu of the names of minors in all briefs, oral argument, motions, petitions, or related filings. In the rare instance where use of a minor's name is necessary, the filer shall provide the clerk with a redacted copy of the document that uses pseudonyms, and the clerk shall seal the unredacted document. 2. Appellate Records In any case in which the appellate record identifies a minor, any party to the appeal may, without leave of court, redact information identifying the minor from a copy of the record and file the redacted copy with the clerk. The clerk shall then seal the original unredacted record. Any dispute concerning the redactions shall be submitted to the court by motion. C. In any other appeal in which counsel for either side believes that a person's identity or other information should be confidential but is not protected by subsection B, Administrative Order No. 19, or the procedures available under Rule 6G of the Rules of Appellate Procedure Civil, counsel may move the court to protect the person's identity or other information. The motion shall be accompanied by a redacted copy of the record or other filing that will be available to the public, and the clerk shall seal the unredacted record or other filing pending the court's decision on the motion. If the court grants the motion, the clerk shall ensure that the public docket complies with the court's order. Counsel and the court shall preserve the person's anonymity by using pseudonyms to identify the protected party in all subsequent captions, opinions, motions, and briefs, as well as in oral argument, if any. If the court denies the motion, the clerk shall seal the record as appropriate, and the appeal shall proceed in accordance with these rules. End of quote. End of per curiam. In Ray, Arkansas Supreme Court Committee on Civil Practice, Adoption of Revised Rule 5 of the Arkansas Rules of Civil Procedure, 2022, ARC 181. The Arkansas Supreme Court adopted changes to Arkansas Rule of Civil Procedure 5 as recommended by the Civil Committee on Civil Practice, which are effective on November 1, 2022. The reporter's note reflects the change is to account for revisions to Arkansas Rule of Civil Procedure 4. Quote, The Arkansas Court Committee on Civil Practice recommended amendment to Rule 5 of the Arkansas Rules of Civil Procedure. See the reporter's note, 2022 amendment, for an explanation of the amendments. Today we adopt and republish the rule as set out below, effective November 1, 2022. The change, as obtained by this reviewer, in a line-in, line-out fashion, follows. Paragraph 3. If a final judgment or decree has been entered and the court has continuing jurisdiction, 
service upon a party by mail or commercial delivery company shall comply with the requirements of Rule 4G1 and 2, respectfully. 4G1 and 2 previously said 4D8A. Rule 5, Service and Filing of Pleadings and Other Papers. A. Service. When required, except as otherwise provided in these rules, every pleading and every other paper, including all written communications with the court, filed subsequent to the complaint, except one which may be heard ex parte, shall be served upon each of the parties unless the court orders otherwise because of numerous parties. No service need be made upon parties in default for failure to appear, except that pleadings asserting new or additional claims for relief against them shall be served in the manner provided for service of summons in Rule 4. Any pleading asserting new or additional claims for relief against any party who has appeared shall be served in accordance with Subdivision B of this rule. In an action begun by seizure of property, in which no person need be or is named as defendant, any service required to be made prior to the filing of an answer, claim, or appearance shall be made upon the person having custody or possession of the property at the time of its seizure. B. Service how made. 1. Whenever under this rule or any statute service is required or permitted to be made upon a party represented by an attorney, the service shall be upon the attorney, except that service shall be upon the party if the court so orders or the action is one in which a final judgment has been entered and the court has continuing jurisdiction. 2. Except as provided in paragraph 3 of this subdivision, service upon the attorney or upon the party shall be made by delivering a copy to him or by sending it to him by regular mail or commercial delivery company at his last known address or, if no address is known, by leaving it with the clerk of the court. Delivery of a copy for purposes of this paragraph means handing it to the attorney or to the party, by leaving it at his office with his clerk or other person in charge thereof, or, if the office is closed or the person has no office, leaving it at his dwelling house or usual place of abode with some person residing therein who is at least 14 years of age. Service by mail is presumptively complete upon mailing, and service by commercial delivery company is presumptively complete upon depositing the papers with the company. When service is permitted upon an attorney, such service may be effected by electronic transmission, including email, provided that the attorney being served has facilities within his or her office to receive and reproduce verbatim electronic transmissions. Service is complete upon transmission, but is not effective if it does not reach the person to be served. Service by a commercial delivery company shall not be valid unless the company A maintains permanent records of actual delivery and B has been approved by the circuit court in which the action is filed or in the county where service is to be made. 3. If a final judgment or decree has been entered and the court has continuing jurisdiction, Service upon a party by mail or commercial delivery company shall comply with the requirements of Rule 4G 1 and 2, respectively. C. Filing 1. All papers after the complaint required to be served upon a party or his attorney shall be filed with the clerk of the court either before service or within a reasonable time thereafter. 
the clerk shall note the date and time of filing thereon. However, proposed findings of fact, proposed conclusions of law, trial briefs, proposed jury instructions, and responses thereto may but need not be filed unless ordered by the court. Depositions, interrogatories, requests for production or inspection, and answers and responses thereto shall not be filed unless ordered by the court. When such discovery documents are relevant to a motion, they or the relevant portions thereof shall be submitted with the motion and attached as an exhibit unless such documents have already been filed. The clerk shall not refuse to accept for filing any paper presented for that purpose solely because it is not presented in the proper form. In counties where the county clerk serves as the ex officio clerk of any division of the circuit court, the following requirement for any pleading, paper, order, judgment, decree, or notice of appeal shall be satisfied when the document is filed with either the circuit clerk or the county clerk. 2. Confidential information as defined and described in Sections 3A11 and 7A of Administrative Order No. 19 shall not be included as part of a case record unless the confidential information is necessary and relevant to the case. Section 3A2 of the Administrative Order defines a case record as any document, information, data, or other item created, collected, received, or maintained by a court, court agency, or clerk of court in connection with a judicial proceeding. If including confidential information in a case record is necessary and relevant to the case, a. The confidential information shall be redacted from the case record to which public access is granted pursuant to Section 4A of Administrative Order 19. The point in the case record at which the redaction is made shall be indicated by striking through the redacted material with an opaque black mark or by inserting some explanatory notation in brackets, such as information redacted, IR, confidential, or subject to protective order. If an entire document is redacted, then the name of the document with the number of pages redacted specified should be noted in the publicly available court file, and the entire document should be filed under seal. The requirement that the redaction be indicated in case records shall not apply to court records rendered confidential by expungement or other legal authority that expressly prohibits disclosure of the existence of a record. And B, an unredacted copy of the case record with the confidential information included shall be filed with the court under seal. The unredacted copy of the case record shall be retained by the court as part of the court record of the case. It is the responsibility of the attorney for a party represented by counsel and the responsibility of a party unrepresented by counsel to ensure that confidential information is omitted or redacted from all case records that they submit to a court. It is the responsibility of the court, court agency, or clerk of court to ensure that confidential information is omitted or redacted from all case records, including orders, judgments, and decrees that they create. 3. If the clerk's office has a facsimile machine, the clerk shall accept facsimile transmissions of any paper filed under this rule and may charge a fee of $1 per page. Any signature appearing on a facsimile copy shall be presumed authentic until proven otherwise. 
The clerk shall stamp or otherwise mark a facsimile copy as filed on the date and time that it is received on the clerk's facsimile machine during the regular hours of the clerk's office or, if received outside those hours, at the time the office opens on the next business day. D. Filing with the judge. The judge may permit papers or pleadings to be filed with him, in which event he shall note thereon the filing date and forthwith transmit them to the office of the clerk. If the judge permits filing by facsimile transmission, the provisions of subdivision C2 of this rule shall apply. E. Proof of service. Every pleading, paper, or other document required by this rule to be served upon a party or his attorney shall contain a statement by the party or attorney filing same that a copy thereof has been served in accordance with this rule, stating therein the date and method of service, and if by mail, the name and address of each person served. Reporter's Note 2022 Amendment Subdivision 5B3 is amended to reflect the 2019 amendment to Rule 4. The reference to prior Arkansas Rule of Civil Procedure 4, D, A, and B is amended to refer to the current sections of Rule 4 governing service by mail and commercial delivery service. End of quote. End of procurium. NRA Rules for Minimum Continuing Legal Education, Rule 4, and Regulations of the Arkansas Continuing Legal Education Board, Rule 4.04, 2022, ARC 183. Quote, The Supreme Court hereby amends retroactive to July 1, 2022, Rule 4 of the Rules for Minimum Continuing Legal Education and Rule 4.04 of the Regulations of the Arkansas Continuing Legal Education Board, the changes are set out below with only new material shown and underlined. Rules for Minimum Continuing Legal Education Rule 4. Accreditation H. The Board is authorized to establish regulations that grant credit for service as an active member of a Supreme Court of Arkansas Board, Commission, or Committee. An attorney may earn general CLE credit hours at a rate of one hour of credit for every three hours of service performed. The board shall limit the number of credit hours that can be earned through the service to the Supreme Court of Arkansas to no more than three hours per reporting period. Regulations of the Arkansas Continuing Legal Education Board Rule 4.04 Approved CLE Activities Paragraph 11 Service as an active member of a Supreme Court of Arkansas board, commission, or committee during a specified reporting period. End of quote. End of procurium.